Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, For the Girl fam. We are back for our fifth and final week of the Summer of Love series. It has been a summer full of love. I'm really sad that it's coming to a close. You know, honestly, when we started this, I was kind of dreading this whole series because sometimes I don't love talking about dating, but it's actually been so incredible and so amazing and so fruitful. And I've learned so very much I needed this like I really did need this like little like pump up encouragement and just like centering me back as I approach dating and relationships how do I keep my heart so connected to God at the same time and so we are ending out our series with a couple incredible things we have an interview with the romantic uh who is Colby Koloff she's actually been on our podcast before she's incredible we learned so much from her last time and she's back with more to tell us all about her you know experience experience as the romantic and then finally we are talking about our fifth and final way to prepare for your future love story and we're going to be talking about stepping into your passions that's right and I have to say I think one of my greatest passions is talking to women about stepping into their passions like this is so important and it's such a crucial part of kind of just I think like taking the time while you're single or even while you're like dating just to like figure out what it is that brings you life and brings you purpose and fully stepping into that and not waiting on a husband or a boyfriend to do that like do that first and along the way you'll kind of attract and bring somebody who fits into that and so this is super important we're gonna like dive into that a little bit later in the episode but first we want to tell you about something super exciting about to happen here within our for the girl community yes we are so excited Obviously, it's a little bit sad that this uh, series is ending. But you know we got something else We got something good, and we are so excited about it. So we are moving into a new series called Move of God. That's right. Move Move of God. God. (laughs) It is going to be such a powerful series, you guys. Obviously, as we all know, 2020 has been tough. And I feel like at times we've lost sight of just like what God is doing in the midst of it. Um, And just a lot of up and downs and maybe even some like complacency um, in your faith um, for so many reasons because of like just like being like down, feeling like God's far away, maybe not being as connected to community or your church and all of these things. And Mac and I were like, okay, we of course want to like address this in some sort of way um, and bring like to light what God's doing. Um, And so that's when really God put on our hearts this idea of move of God, which essentially is like, you know, God is at work and he needs us as his disciples as believers to really step into like what he's doing. He's trying so hard to bring heaven to earth and we're part of that plan. And so basically we um, are walking through six different ways to step into this with full faith 
Um, and it's it's going to be be really good. And what's so cool is if you were a part of our James study this summer, you know that we had the podcast episode for every single week, but then we also had a book that went along with it and you could purchase the book and it literally walked you through the whole series. Well, guess what guys? The books are back. We have a new book. It's called move of God. And it literally walks you through six incredible weeks of seriously taking like steps into the move of God. How do you actively step into what God is already doing That's all right. around you. And so, Ken, do you want to give us a like insight onto what the six weeks are that we're yes. going to be stepping into? Yes. Okay. So the first thing is hope. You know, some of us have lost hope or even like belief that yeah. God is like here and with us in this season. So good. So hope. we're going to be talking about that. Second is Holy Spirit. You guys, the Holy Spirit is what equips us um, to be his hands and feet on this earth. And so we're going to be talking about how to like activate the Holy Spirit inside of you and start oh. walking. Such a good gifts. week, spiritual gifts. That is going to be absolutely incredible. The next thing is to um, learn how to pursue God with your whole heart. Wholeheartedness. Not yes. half of our heart, because a lot of us have given yeah. some of our hearts or pieces of our hearts to things of this world. And so we're going back, giving all of it to Jesus. That is going to be incredible. The, the fourth thing, we're talking about unity. I mean, this Ooh, is huge right now, right? So I think our world is so more big. divided than ever. And yeah. so um, it's so powerful when we can hold hands as believers and find a way to agree with each other and march forward forward together. Um, the fifth thing is intercession. It's mm. going to be so good. Like leaning into how to like pray and fast and like pray yeah. with boldness and learn what it looks like to fast. I feel like there's so, so many good. questions around that. So that's going to be incredible. And then our final thing we're talking about is boldness. Mm. Like we can't do this without being bold and brave and courageous, you know, yeah. speaking up, using our voice and um, challenging ourselves to just, like stay so obedient and bold. So good. It's going to be so so incredible. so incredible. The books are full of scripture. Every so single scripture. week is rooted in scripture. We also have are bringing back our hard truth questions. So you can really process with the Lord, you know, how have I stepped into this so far? And maybe how do I have room to grow? Um, we're also giving you a guided prayer outline for every single week. So you are going to be like yes. diving into prayer when it comes to these six topics. We are so incredibly excited and we want to invite every single one of you to be a part of this series be a part of what God is already doing all around us so you can go to fortogirl.com go to our shop you can actually pre-order your book as we speak let's do it and tell your friends get a group of girls do it in like a bible study do it with a group of friends and it's gonna be incredible I can't wait to see like thousands of women just step into the things that God is doing it's gonna be restore some faith in this season get excited lift our spirits and just pursue Jesus with everything we have it's gonna be powerful all right well we are yeah that's that that's move of God it is powerful so good go get your book all the things podcast will be back super soon but before we jump into this last episode we are diving into our summer bucket of love Okay. okay Mac so what is something you always try to mention on a first date? Like you're like, oh, I got to tell this story or this thing about me. Oh, something. that's good. Yeah. That's a really good question. Okay. The thing that I always try to mention. It might be something you're proud of, passionate about. Is it delight? Uh... Yeah, but like that just happens. You yeah. know what I mean? That just like, like comes, what do you do? Yes, what yeah. do you do? Yeah. So that always okay. happens so naturally. 
One thing that doesn't happen. Okay, I've been noticing lately, and I'm embarrassed by this because I don't want to be this person, but I've noticed lately that I've been doing this on every date that I've been going on. Honestly, every conversation that I've been having with new people I meet. You guys, let's reference like a couple episodes ago. You'll hear more about her dating life. So go (laughs) back and listen if you haven't. Um, I have been... Okay, I'm kind of embarrassed by this because it it makes me cliche Christian girl, but the Enneagram... Oh, but it's so helpful. You know what I mean? To know, to be like, have you taken the Enneagram? And to know what their Enneagram is. That's good. And then I can kind of warn them that I'm an eight and I'm pretty like opinionated and feisty. It says a lot about you. Yeah. 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 So I think that's one thing. That's really, really good. I love that. Okay. Okay, Ken. You shouldn't have been embarrassed about that. Not embarrassed, but you know what I mean? I just like, it's it's kind of cliche. It's a little typical. Yeah. Okay. Relatable. Ken, since you're getting married, your final question from the summer bucket of love is what is the thing you're going to miss most about being single oh I am going to miss I feel like uh space like my Nights own alone. space yeah we always talk about that but yeah. didn't you and Josh decide you're going to still have this <laughs> decide I we feel have like formally you told me this. this I mean yeah we've like definitely like talked about what life will look like you know like regular daily routines but yeah I don't know like just like in the morning I don't know what it's gonna be like but like I have a pretty small house and so I don't know it's just gonna be like feeling just like somebody's just like always there yeah. yeah like especially quiet nights by yourself I yeah. feel like they'll still happen but just like there's Maybe something a little special about fewer that. Yeah. yeah that's true that's true both you and I we were talking this morning I was going to coffee and I was gonna get there 15 minutes early and we were both like oh that's amazing. That's 15 minutes by yourself. So we're both so nerds and like that. to be by ourselves. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think it's time that we jump into our chat all about the romantic. Yes, it is going to be absolutely incredible. We love her. Let's go. Okay, we are so excited to have the lovely, beautiful Colby here with us today. This Yay. is so fun, especially because this is your second time on the yeah. For the Girl podcast. Yes. Second. I'm surprised I got invited back. I'm oh so my gosh. I <laughs> talked to so many girls who loved, loved, loved your episode Seriously. and connected with it so mm-hmm. much. So that's we right. knew we had to bring you back. Oh. And it's funny that we're brought you back to talk about dating again. Sometimes hey. we're going to bring you back just to <laughs> yeah. talk about life. Hey, you know, some topics just stick. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. true. That's true. And Colby is the romantic. And you took the quiz long, long ago when we first started all of this. Yeah, before I even met you guys. Which is so wild. (laughs) That's so funny. I remember taking it. I was like, oh, this is adorable. And I took it and I was like, crap, that is me. (laughs) Yeah. And then I met you guys. I was like, wait. I took your test. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious that we are now known as the The test test girls. girls. (laughs) (laughs) But we are so excited to talk to you all about being the romantic. But first, can you just share a little bit about you, your passions? What do you do just with our audience again? Because we might have some new listeners too. Yeah. um, So my name's Colby Koloff. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, So I am a pastor's kid. I moved every two years, but I consider Nashville home. Um, what do I do? I feel like I do so many you random do. things. <laughs> I really do. Um, not random though. Not I think random. they make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do music and primarily songwriting. And then when I feel really courageous, I'll release something on my own. But I love, I love to write and create for other people. Mm-hmm. Um I do a lot of like Instagram influencer type stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do calligraphy. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> what do I do? Call me if you need someone for your wedding. Oh, oh. I didn't know you did that. that I yes. missed that. I do it under undercover yeah. for oh. um, a shop in Nashville. But 
Yeah, um, I just love to create, and yeah. I love to do it uh, and glorify the Lord in yeah. whatever I do. So, yeah, I yeah. feel like you do that so well, like everything oh, you do in the name yeah. of Jesus, which is so cool. That's so, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, share with us your dating status, and maybe just a little bit of your like dating history, maybe? Yeah, um, in a relationship. Um, we are almost at two years of when we first met. Um, I ran for a little bit, so not two years (laughs) of when we started dating, but, um, yeah, dating history. Um, I was kind of always the girl who was talking to a boy, Mm. um, and the Lord really ripped out the rug from under me and, um, forced me into alone time, Mm. uh, with him and forced me into singleness for a bit. And, um, and then I luckily, and just, can't believe I met uh, the guy that I am dating and with, and he's amazing. Um, and so that's been its own learning lesson, but yeah. that was kind of my my niche. That was, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, Colby, who's Colby talking to this month, this week, whatever <laughs> it be. And, um, and so I really had to dig deep to find out why, um, mm. because that's not the healthiest. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of health in dating and I'm yeah. all for dating, but it depends on where your heart's at with it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so mm. I've just learned a lot in that, but yes, in relationship yes. going well. Yes. So, yeah. I yeah. love it. Okay. So we are going to read through mm-hmm. some of like the tendencies of the romantic. You might relate to more than one of them. Mm. If you're like, you know, like, in the depths of your heart, really a romantic, you'll probably be like, yes, yes, and yes. So, um, but maybe you can identify one that like super stands out and just give us like a little bit more insight on that one. So great. Here we go. Falls easy, easily in and out of relationships. Ding. <laughs> I'm just going to ding every yeah. time. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Falls in, easily in and out of relationship. Her feelings tend to mature faster than the relationship does. Ding. Let's her imagination create a false reality. Ding ding. <laughs> Feels relentless in her sing. Restless. restless. Sorry. <laughs> sweeter. Relentless. Oh, feels restless in her singleness. Ding. Let's relationships distract her from her purpose. Ding. Wow. Woo. Five for five. Wow. Okay. Wow. Which one do you want to talk about? And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> yeah. um, I heard oh two gosh. dings on that. Uh, let's her imagination create a false reality. Yes. I would love to talk about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of them definitely resonate. And I think uh, the distracting on purpose, if you'd have yeah. caught me two years ago, I probably could have been like, oh, that's the heavy hitter. But mm. I think the um, imagination running wild yeah. is has mm. been something I've really worked through the last two years in my mm. relationship. Um, do you want me to just, I guess, dive in? Yeah, let's yeah. yeah. dive in. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, for, you know, girls who maybe identify with more of the romantic type, yeah, the, yeah. the feelers, um, I mean, I, I know we all feel, but there's something about, at least me, I'm not going to categorize Oh, every single person yeah, tested yeah. romantic, right? But yeah. um, there is something just about me and the way that I was made is um, I create these picture-perfect things in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. I create the most ideal situation uh, from a young age, whether it's through movies, through, you know, I have three older sisters. I watch what they were doing, and I'm thinking, okay, it has to be just like that. I have yeah. to have trips like that, have a boyfriend like that, have, yeah. you know, marriage like that. And so um, that's really something I've run into 
over the last two years. Uh, it doesn't go away when you're in a healthy relationship, you guys. <laughs> These uh, issues yeah. don't go away. They're actually more uncovered, and mm. you realize um, how deep you've pushed down some of these things. But, mm. um, yeah, that's added a lot of uh, stress, yeah. you know, to be honest, to me personally, to mm. my relationship, because, you know, it always goes back to what is your view of God. Yeah, and yeah. when we don't have a correct view of God, then we can't have a correct view of anything else. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. And so you can't have a healthy or realistic expectation of a relationship if you don't first have a healthy and, and realistic understanding of who God is in the first place. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I've come face to face with these last couple years is, whoa, um, who is God to me? And mm. who do I see God being portrayed as in the Bible um, because I have all of these expectations, these imaginations and mm. these um, ideal, mm. you know, things in my mind of how something should be or should look like. And I yeah. feel so entitled that I deserve and I better get this, that it is adding actually more angst than mm. it is freedom. That's good. Um, yeah. And so that's where I found myself. And mm. and it's been really interesting. It's been very convicting and challenging, but um, you know, for the girl who maybe really resonates with that bit, right? That we read it exactly. It's, yes. Let's her imagination create a false reality. Yes. Yeah. And so I think the dangers of that is not only does it put a lot of pressure on yourself yeah, um, and cause a lot of anxiety because you're always looking at, oh my gosh, wait, but am I missing out on this? Am I missing mm. this? Am I, wait, yeah. am I going to miss this by being in this? Cause that lo- might look a little better on the surface. Right. Yeah. Or, and, but then it also is really hurtful to the people around you, yeah. whether mm. it's romantic relationship or friendships. Cause mm. I, I'm a romantic in my friendships too. Yeah. It, it's not just, you wow. know, yeah. romantic yeah. relationships that I'm this way. Um, it really hurts people when you create this picture in your mind of, uh, you know, what you think it should look like or you want it to be. And it's mm. honestly just selfish mm. because you're saying, well, I want it like this and yeah. I think it should yeah. look like this. And yeah. um, it right. says, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. It rejoices in truth. And, yeah. um, and so when we're embodying kind of that, still in the depths of our, okay, well, what's, what do I really want in this? It's all about us. Mm. And that's the opposite of what love is. Yeah. So literally love your neighbor as yourself. That's not because you have to love yourself more. It's because we already love ourselves instinctively. <laughs> like we yeah. are going to protect yourself if a car's coming at you because you yeah. want to protect yourself. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's really important to, um, remember that, uh, everyone is their own person. We all have our own expectations and pictures and things of what we want it to look like or what we wish it would. And, um, you know, the Lord says to walk humbly in love and in spirit and a Mm. humble heart does not go. I want it like this. Mm. A humble heart goes, how can I serve to, um, really fulfill the picture you want? And in an ideal God centered relationship, the person you're with is also going to do that. And the Lord will orchestrate it to where you're both really feeding, Mm. Um, your heart's desires, but there's also going to be moments when you're not, and that's yeah. still for your good because God said it is says it's for yeah. your good, mm. um, and it's to refine you. And yeah. so, yeah, um, I'm going on and on, but um, <laughs> you know, and so what I've found is, um, you know, in the, with the man that I am with and I love him, he is not ever what I would have picked mm. um, right off the bat. 
I yeah. made that clear off the bat. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I don't think so. This isn't right. Um, but he's everything that God knew that I needed. Yeah. And so I rejoice that God didn't give me what I wanted. Mm. Um, because what I wanted was wrong. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good place to be when you're dating is not holding so tight onto these expectations and these, you know, imaginations that you feel like, Oh, you got to die for Mm -hmm. no, um, come before the Lord and go, your will be done. Not mine. Mm, You, your ways are higher than mine. Your thoughts are higher than mine. So, um, just guide me, lead me, reveal yourself to me as I'm dating, as I'm getting to know someone so that I can identify, um, if this is of you Mm. and not of my imagination, forcing it to be Mm. what I want it to be. Yeah, wow. Dang, there's so much good but stuff in there. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, oh, I was like, so I, many things. I know. I know. Andrew tells me, he's like, babe, when you talk, you just need to like take a break so people can comment. No. I'm like, but I'm afraid I'm going to forget what I have to say. <laughs> no, no, I feel the same way. You're like, I got to finish I got to finish thought. this or I'll lose it. No, yeah. you said so many good things and I was like, oh, I want to talk more on that. I want to talk more on that, but... Okay, you guys, I think we all know by now, but 2020 has been a doozy. Maybe you're feeling a little spiritually dry, empty, distant from God, a little complacent. Well, we're so excited to introduce you to our next series called Move of God. I don't know if you realize, but God is actually on the move and he's calling us to be a part of it. This series is going to light a fire in your soul and just get you excited to step into what he's doing right now. We are pumped about it. It's going to have not only a podcast, but it's also going to have an incredible book, just like our James series. You guys know the drill. We have a week of the podcast that goes along with a week in the book. It's the same thing. So you got to go to forthegirl.com and get your move of God book. You Trust me. Let me just tell you, it is going to be a game changer. You can do this with your friends. You can do this on your own, with your mom, with and your boyfriend. Small, I mean, honestly, boyfriend? I think guys can maybe do it. It might be a little girly. It is for the girl guys, <laughs> but you never know. So go to forthegirl.com, pre-order your book today and join us as we step deeper in to what God is doing all around us. Let's go. I think that that's so true for the romantic. What you said there at the end, it's like, I think the romantic fixates on what Mm. they think they want Mm -hmm. and that humility of coming to God of saying, God, God, I really need you to tell me what I need Mm -hmm. because if I go after it, I'm going to go after what I want and it's going to be honestly probably what everybody else wants because I'm like getting all of these views from culture and from the world. And Mm -hmm. um, I love that, just that that little challenge you gave to people, I think it'll be so good for romantic. Mm-hmm. And whether you're in a relationship right now or you're mm-hmm. single of just like, God, I need you to reshape what I think I want. Like that's what I need more than anything. Yeah. And I love that even in the midst of a relationship, you're yeah. still learning how to do that. That's yeah. not like it was that's like, every day. okay, I'm single and I'm going to do this. And then I'll just know when the guy comes around or whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's like still in the midst of a relationship, still doing that work. I think that's so, so good. And such good like advice for the, romantic so yeah so good and I think it's really important and this has been something I've had to learn is that relationships are a process yeah and I always thought I'd be the girl who's like I'm gonna meet him and then I'll know and then within two and a half weeks we'll be married right (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay yeah the expectations went deep yeah um and it has been really challenging but beautiful to realize that you know when Andrew and I met were there, cert- were there certain things about him that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could put up with that, for- right? Like, sure. And over time, the Lord's either going to align you 
or pull you apart. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. that's actually even more beautiful for you to be able to confidently rest in who you are with um, is if you start to see God either shape you or shape him or shape you both together mm. in a new way um, as you both pursue him. Um, and right. yeah, and, and so I would say that, you know, if anyone's asking, okay, but how, like, what do I do with yeah. a single relationship? Um, it's going to sound simple. It's not though. Um, abide with God. Mm, and what yeah. do I mean by abide? We have to daily be consuming the word daily, be in prayer yeah. daily, um, be in communion with him. You know, we, we are creating a biblically illiterate generation and, um, women who are leaving theology for the boys, right? Like, okay, yeah, well the guys good. can dive deeper. <laughs> you know, I know a lot of men who really strive to understand the word more. Right. Mm. Um, and I'm starting to see more women do it and I want more women to, because, um, knowing our Bibles is so powerful mm. and it's so needed. And you also, we can't expect these men to spiritually lead if we're not even spiritually ready. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's really important is, uh, to be abiding with God and in um, you know, in Psalms it says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." Mm. I think I might have brought this verse up when I was on the podcast last time. Um, you know, we you brought it up like, "Oh yeah, well, what I want might be influenced by the world," and the reality is, it probably is. That yeah, doesn't yeah. make us bad Christians because our desires sometimes get infiltrated by the world. Yeah. It makes us human. Um, and that's why it's so important to abide with God in every step. And Jeremiah, it says the heart's the most deceitful of all things. And all throughout, Paul is, says in the New Testament, I don't want to trust my instincts because I don't think they're right. Like, yeah. My, yeah. my heart is deceitful. <laughs> my heart takes me, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do what I want to do, right? And yeah. so the more that we can delight in God, he gives us the desires. It's yeah. not that he then is our fairy godfather and gives us whatever our hearts desire. It's no, when you delight in him, he truly gives and tells and instructs your heart yeah, what to desire. Good. And so it's really hard to want the bad dude who doesn't go to church at all, who's snorting. Oh, sorry, that's so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, I have some Christian girlfriends who are like, listen, he just does some drugs. I'm like, girl, come on. Pray for him and move away. Pray and move away. Like, come on. That is hilarious. Um, but like, you know, really, if you are a woman who is abiding in the Lord, you're in the word, mm. Um, mm. then you will attract a man if it is God's will for you to be married, then you will attract a man who does the same. And yeah. I see a lot of girls are like, well, I want this dude, this dude, this, 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 and him. I'm like, okay, are you those things? Yeah. Okay, are you able to spiritually um, walk alongside? Are you able to, do you understand what it is to submit? Do you understand yeah. what it looks like to submit to God? Like, so, I'm, I love talking about this stuff. Um, <laughs> so, abide with God. Yes. Don't have unrealistic expectations. And if you do, just bring them to the Lord. Yeah, and say, good. Lord, refine these. If these aren't realistic, if these aren't of you, refine them. And yeah. show me, uh, instruct my heart what to yeah. desire and what to look for. So good. So good. Okay, I love this last little part yeah. of our little book. It kind of sums like everything up. It's talking to the the girl that is single and the romantic, maybe anxious in her singleness, maybe mm. a little restless, like all the things that you're talking, looking everywhere else in the world, letting your imagination grow wild. Um, and it just says this. It says, freedom and singleness for the romantic begins when she places less focus on finding the one and 
and instead focuses on becoming the one God has called her to be. She may need to begin practicing discipline in her conversations and seeking less affirmation from the people around her. I love those two last mm-hmm. practical things, like yeah, a little bit more disciplined in her conversation, that not letting it like run wild and mm-hmm. also um, seeking less affirmation, going to the Lord. It's so good. And yeah. that is so true for your own life. It's so clear. So Yeah, that's beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. This Thank was you, so Colby. fun. Just yeah. like fire truth. I loved every second of it. Woo-hoo. We love you so, so yes. much. And we're going to have you back for a third time. Yeah. And Please. we're going to just talk about life. I can't wait. <laughs> I love it. Anytime. Yes. Thank you for having me. Hello, you guys. We are so excited to dive into this last chapter of how to prepare for your future love story. We, we are, saved the best for last. We really, really did because this is so important. And I feel like we've hinted at it all throughout the series because we just we can't, can't help, help it. Yeah. <laughs> we are like literally like on the edge of our seat. Um, and not only um, do we love this just because it's so exciting, um, but also because we're going to get to see God all at work in it. And it brings like so much like um, positive perspective around singleness, I think, like because really at the end of the day, there's so much opportunity in these days. And so we just want to empower you to here it is. Step into your passion. I love this. Before you jump into scripture, LOL, literally, I was getting my hair done the other day and I straight up had an hour long conversation with my yes. hairdresser about how awesome it is to be single because you can wholeheartedly chase after the things God has placed on your heart. I was getting amped. Like my blood pressure was like rising. I was so excited about it. That's right. You know, (laughs) my blood pressure was rising. You know, if God put an idea on your heart to start a new company, you could go ahead and start that dang thing because you have so much time. You're single. If you have to move to some foreign random place, like, because you're like, you can do that's that. where God's calling me. You can go you do can, that. You know, if you just want to catch a little sun, a little bit rays in the beach, what and you like say? rest your soul and heart for a you moment. You could do that. You, you could, could do, do that. that. But yeah. really we're talking about if the passion. If God wants to use you in the most unbelievable, outrageous ways, guess what? You got nothing holding you back. Yes. And that is the beauty of, um, stepping into your passions, you guys. And I love what scripture says about this. We are going to talk about um, 1 Corinthians 7. There is some hilarious stuff in here, but also some truth from Paul talking to all of us unmarried women. <laughs> us, uh, as I guess I'm newly us married. singles. But are I'm, you, I'm still taking this for We myself. still can't remember in this episode if you're married or unmarried at this point. <laughs> I know, guys. This is pre-recorded. But here we go. We are going into 1 Corinthians 7. I'm just going to read this because it's like pretty good straight from the Bible. So it says, I do, though, tell the unmarried and widows that singleness might be the best thing for them as it is for me. Ooh, Let me say that again. Controversial. Single. I love it might be the best thing for them as it has been for me. But if they can't manage their desires and emotions, they should by all means go ahead and get married. The difficulties of marriage are preferably by far 
to a sexual tortured life as a single. You guys, this is pretty intense. <laughs> Basically what Paul's saying is that if you can't handle your desires and you just really, 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 really need to get married, then go ahead and get married. But there's so much you can do in your singleness. Mm. And Paul himself preferred that. And um, yeah, I do also want to say that I don't believe he wanted anyone to think that being married was any less spiritual and or for that matter any more spiritual and he further goes on to say that you know there is like so much that you can do with your spouse as well but again you're gonna spend so much time caring and nurturing your spouse rather than having opportunities to give their undivided devotion to the lord in Mm -hmm. other words your singleness might be the best time to step into your passions and live out the your your God calling on your life, you guys. It wouldn't be fair if you were thinking, I thought this book was all about preparing for your future love story and now you're just like saying I should be single. That's Um, not what we're trying to say. It's less about that. (laughs) It's less about that and more about what you can accomplish in your singleness. Mm. Um, And I don't think it's, it's by accident that Paul puts so much emphasis on this. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so good. And, you know, I was talking to my hairdresser back to my hairdresser conversation <laughs> let's bring it back to that yeah and I was talking to her and I was like you know I love the church so much like I'm literally like number one fan of the church I'm obsessed you know yeah. all around big C capital C church my one qualm with the church mm. is that we don't empower single people like I literally think it's so so crazy that in scripture Paul is literally straight up like hey it's almost better for you to be single because when you are single you can fully yeah a hundred percent that's right all the way jump into the things that God has placed on your heart to the things that God is calling you to do and isn't it interesting that in our church today like Church, for the most part, is led by all married people. And think about married people's schedules and time. Yeah. Typically, married people have kids, too. And let's just, they're, they're, their attention Busy. is divided. Mm. They have to give their attention as they should, like as they should yeah. be an incredible father and mother and husband and wife. But when you are single, those qualifications, you don't have to fulfill. And so the thing that can be at the forefront and the center, get your undivided attention, is that thing that God has placed on your heart. Yeah. And how incredible. Incredible and cool is that. And I think instead of empowering people in their time of singleness, we've almost just been like, okay, we don't know what to do with you until you get married. And I am the biggest like not advocate for that. I am the biggest advocate for like, (laughs) oh my goodness, we need to be like pumping up the singles because when you are single, you can literally run so hard after what God has placed on your heart. And I just see so many people around me pouting and so many people around me just sitting around and waiting. Mm. And instead, like, that's really what we want to do this week. We want to empower you to go like, Oh my gosh, what, what has God putting on my heart? Into? Yes. And how can I step into it? Like, yes. what can I do? What crazy moves of obedience can yes. I make in this season? And here's the thing. Yeah. Sorry, here, I'm just hype about here it. Here is the thing. When you start chasing after your passions, yeah. you are um, creating a life like that God has um that God wants you to have. And within that, um, you're going to find a guy that really complements that so well. And I got a little story here. Okay. I got a little story here because, you know, 
you know, we started Delight a few years ago. It's been a long time now, mm-hmm. eight years now, of just chasing after this passion that God has put on our heart. And, um, you know, through the last eight years, I've developed so many, like, more gifts and strengths. And, you know, I love, like, I love, like, starting things and pouring my energy into that. I love, like, dreaming at, with God. I love, like, working hard. And I've kind of shaped a life around that. And um, as I've built these passions, I now met a guy who really compliments those passions of mine. Um, And I met him in a a season of pursuing those things and was way more attracted because um, we aligned in so many different ways. Like if I would have like never stepped into my passions, maybe I would have ended up with a Southern folk who just you know, wasn't a lot like me. What are you trying to say about Southern folk? Just wasn't a lot like me. (laughs) You know? Oh my goodness. Just not like me. I really needed somebody. You know, Josh is very entrepreneurial. Josh is from Tennessee, isn't he? He is a Southern boy. So (laughs) I like the Southern men, I guess. But I, what I loved about Josh um, is that he's very entrepreneurial. He like chases after what he loves. He um, is passionate about the things he does. And so many of our developed gifts like align with each other. And it's just been mm-hmm. the coolest thing. Like now, like, you know, eight years after stepping into my passion, I really found a guy that fits um what God has for me even better and I'm attracted Mm. to him in so many different ways. And so I don't know. I just think it's a really cool thing. Like not only when you step into your passions, are you like doing things for things for the kingdom of God, but you also are going to find someone who can like run that, that same pace, like run the race with you. And it's the big things and also the little things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what you're saying is like the big takeaway there is that like passion is attractive. So like whatever, like, you're super passionate about like that's going to be attractive to to whoever it is that maybe like God has for you in the end and so I think that's so good so yeah and I see that I see all the time that like typically you know the people that I'm attracted to are typically the people that are like running hard after Jesus and using their singleness to step into their passions and so I so see that and the second thing that I think I want to just like encourage everybody um, the second big takeaway, again, for all my single ladies, because, you know, I'm really uh, pumped up about lady. single ladies right now. Um, but the second thing is that the end all be all is not a relationship at the end of the day. And I love this little thing from the book. It talks about how um, how does pursuing your passions prepare you for your future love story? And it says it prepares you because your relationship will feel like a gift and not an accomplishment. Let me say that again. Your yeah. relationship will feel like a gift and not an accomplishment. And I think yes. that is so good. Your re- relationship is going to feel like a cherry on top of a life and a purpose well lived. Um, it should feel like something extra and not the end all be all. Um, but it's not the only thing we're searching for at the end of the day. And so even if you never find that perfect someone, like you will have a life that is full of purpose, that is full, that mattered, that like you fully surrendered to God. You said, God, Hey, use me. And Mm. I think that is what really matters and is so important at the end of the day. And I think a life lived for the Lord, um, is where like our truest passions lie. Like that's That's where we unlock them. And so we really believe in that. And we actually have an awesome, um, tool within the how to prepare book that is like a little quiz that helps you to kind of figure out what area is maybe like 
the thing that God's like really calling you to. And so there's five areas. Mm -hmm. Ken's, what are the five areas? Serving, teaching, leading, creating, or learning. Because some of you guys might be like, what the heck am I even passionate about? Like that's so Mm. real. I think in my goodness, like great. I would love a life like that, but I am like pretty clueless of like where to begin or what God's calling me to. And we we get that. There's so many other women in your same shoes just trying to figure out their God-given purpose and calling yeah. and yeah. their passions yeah. and things like that. So this is a great place to start. It's like a little um, quiz that helps you identify like which of those five areas you like resonate the most with. Mm-hmm. And then you can just take that to the Lord. And, um, you know, we always say, you guys, that the more time you spend with Jesus, the more he will reveal like these things to you, what yeah. you're passionate about, what your dreams are, new ideas. Like we um, can't tell you, I mean, every, every idea that we've ever had within um, For the Girl, within Delight, all the things has come at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so um, go there, maybe get the book, go through this graph, you guys, but step into your passion. What an incredible five weeks of learning how to prepare for our future yes. life story. Should we do a little review? Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Week one, we talked about solidifying your identity. It is yes. so important before you enter into a relationship to know who you are and whose you are and to be confident in that. That's right. Okay. So the second week we talked about healing from your past Mm. and like unpacking your bags, you guys, because you do not want that heavy bag coming into a new relationship. No, we do not. Okay. Week three, we talked about growing spiritually mature. Like it is so important to grow as a follower of Jesus, to really invest in community, to get plugged into a church, to really let Jesus begin to shape and mold you into the person that he's created you to be. That's right. And then the fourth week we talked about stopping comparing Mm. because this can steal your joy and take you off path so quickly. And you know what the antidote to comparison is? Celebration. And then week five was all about stepping into your passions. And I hope you heard two ends of the spectrum. You know, we have Ken, she's getting ready to get married. She (laughs) could be married again. We can't remember. But and how as she stepped into her passions, like God literally brought someone whose passions aligned with her so perfectly and so well. And it's so yeah. cool to watch that. And then I'm single and still in the midst of pursuing my passions every yes. single day and just believing and trusting that like whatever God has for me will be enough. And whatever God yeah. has for me will be like such an awesome reward at the end of the day. That's right. And yeah, it's been an incredible five weeks. Summer That's of love. Amazing. It's time for the fall. Summer of love. Um, we should have had Josh on the podcast. I know, but Josh is on Fire Friday. Oh, shoot. Yeah, he, he was on Fire Friday last yeah. week. So he make could be sure on the podcast, though. you watched Fire Friday. And then I think there's... Maybe we'll do a post-marriage Post-marriage story. story. I don't know. Honeymoon story? Mm-hmm. Whoa. First night story? We're going to have to rate that like explicit. Purity second two. I mean... What do I mean? What? Purity episode. Purity part two. Oh, our purity. Yeah. Purity episode. But not about purity. Yeah. I'm glad I won't have to be there for that one. All right. (laughs) We probably, I don't think Josh will be down to talk about that. (laughs) All right, guys. It's been an incredible five weeks. We will see you soon. Be back here for our move of God. Study is about to be fire. Pre-order those booklets. Guys, we want you to do this with us. Please, please, please pre-order that book. Get your girlfriends excited and involved. It's going to be incredible to watch. Yes. How God's going to move. God's going to move, you guys. Let's go.
We will talk to you later.